Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson. And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones is just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to recap day number two of the legal tampering period. And for that, we bring in our friend who is the producer slash podcast host extraordinaire over at U Stadium Splash, a.k.a. Ryan Potts. That's his government name, but we're going to refer to him as Splash because that's what his friends call him. And I like to at least think we're on friendly terms. Splash, thanks for coming back on the show, brother. Yeah, I mean, my mom calls me Splash sometimes. Like, uh, <laughs> And I want to get my... In a perfect world, I would change my middle name from Scott. Oh, I wonder I wonder who else is named Scott on this podcast. Right. Uh, I would like to legally change my middle name from Scott to Splash. That would be pretty cool, but... That's not number one on my priority list right now. Well, I'm pretty sure what's number one on your priority list right now is free agency because your team, the Ravens, kicked butt today. But we're going to come back to that. I'm going to start with the Jets because this is a Jets podcast, but a lot of free agency news and some stuff going on with Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield, too. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But first... The Jets struck early on in the day, signing DJ Reed, the cornerback from the Seattle Seahawks, to a three-year, $33 million deal. It comes full circle because DJ Reed was a fifth-round pick of the San Francisco 49ers in 2018, 
which just so happened to be a year that Robert Sala was the defensive coordinator of the 49ers, so he had a hand in drafting the kid. He ended up on waivers, wound up in Seattle, and then this year he actually really broke out. He had 14 really good games, had a rough start to the season, and from what I understand from Corbin Smith over at Sports Illustrated, who is going to come on the show and talk at length about DJ Reed, the real problem with DJ Reed is that apparently he had trouble covering players on the left side. Once he was switched to the right side, he was way more effective, and One of the better cornerbacks in the league, only 25 years old, seems to be an ascending player. He's 5'9", 180 pounds, not ideal, but he did pretty well covering receivers on the outside. Should fit in well in the scheme, the zone scheme, although we know that the Jets played a lot more man last year than people expected, so he should be able to do that as well. What DJ Reed gives them here is a viable starter, a younger player too, who, as I said, has gotten better each year. Despite what a lot of people were trying to say about the Jets' defensive backfield, that they didn't need to make a move at corner, they absolutely did. This gives them a viable starter, somebody who's young and has experience. Splash, before we get to the other moves that the Jets made, as somebody on the outside of the Jets' bubble, what did you think about the signing of DJ Reed here? Reed had a really hot end to the season, like December, January. He was one of the best corners in the NFL, and actually he's slipped in at the last moment to my all splash team that I wrote. Uh, He was my bronze corner, one of my bronze cornerbacks. And, you know, he was fourth in PFF grade behind the two guys on the gold team and Kendall Fuller of all people. Um, A lot of 66 pass rating across 68 targets. Um, a lot of really low completion percentage among the best in the league, 51.5%. He was even good as a run defender, according to PFF. So that's always fun. Um, So, you know, he... If there's a time to be really nice in a season, it's right at the end. So you get paid in free agency. And I think the Reed signing is very good for the Jets. Is he your prototypical size? No. But you look at the modern NFL and it's all about almost outliers, right? It's about a, a wide receiver that can play running back Patterson and Debo. It's about the X factors on defense that, you know, Derwin James is like, this physical freak and honey badgers, this physical freak. And you have DJ Reed, who's, you know, again, not your typical corner, but he's going to come in. He's going to play really well. And I think it was a really, a really smart signing for Joe Douglas. One thing that I should mention to splash is that there was a rumor that the jets were in on Stefan Gilmore. It appears that that was not the case, but I didn't like the idea of Gilmore because he's going to be turning 32. He's missed 14 games in the last two seasons. And while he's still good, he's nowhere close to the Stefan Gilmore that we regarded as the best cornerback in the NFL. I think Reed's a better fit. He's younger and he has had injury issues himself, missing eight games over the last couple of years. But There's more upside there with him, so I like that move. I also like the second move that the Jets made today, which was signing Jordan Whitehead, the strong safety from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He will help them immediately in the run game, which they desperately need. It's funny because everybody thought that the run defense was going to be good for the Jets because it typically is. It was awful this past year. Whitehead comes in on a two-year, $14 million contract, What this really boils down to for me, Splash, is that the Jets went into today the worst secondary in the NFL, and now they at least have a viable starter at corner and a viable starter at safety. They're not done fixing the secondary, but I think day number two here of the legal tampering period 
was a step in the right direction. And with Whitehead, not only do you get a starting caliber safety who's only 24 years old at solid value, you get somebody who's got a championship ring. So that's a good culture fit as well. Yeah, the thing with Whitehead was he was kind of the, I guess, the black sheep of the 2020 bucks, right? If you look at the team and you're like looking for weakness, offensively or defensively, like where's the weakness? Where's the weakness? Oh, well, Jordan Whitehead's the weakness. Well, that's kind of misleading because Whitehead's a good player in his own right. And of course, playing in a really loaded secondary with Carlton Davis and uh, Sean Murphy Bunting and Jamal Dean, and of course being a safety pair with uh, Antoine Winfield. Whitehead is a tremendous player. And I was one of the people coming into last season that said the Jets would have an elite run defense. That was the one thing I gave them a I gave them an 80 out of 80 on in my preseason power rankings. The Bucks got an 80, the Jets got an 80, and then the Jets decided to like middle finger me and say, nope, we're going to be the one of the worst run defenses in the NFL for no reason. Thanks for that. But yeah, Whitehead is a, a tremendous fit and strong safety is still a valuable position. It, he's going to help in run defense and, you know, he can, he can play in coverage a little bit too. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Jets also re-signed Nathan Shepard, who is one of their backup defensive linemen. We always joke because Shepard is about to turn 29 when he was drafted. I think he was 25 years old or something like that. Mike McCagnin loved to draft older players. So... I said on Twitter that the Jets only brought back Shepard because they wanted the AARP advertisement money that comes with having Shepard on the roster. So he's here just for depth. Hopefully he doesn't have to play because really wasn't very good. Drew a ton of penalties too. But Splash, now I want to get into the moves from around the league. And of course, we will start with your Baltimore Ravens. Two moves that they made. The first one 
was one that really hurt a lot of Jets fans. That, of course, was signing Marcus Williams, the free safety from the New Orleans Saints, 25 years old, one of the best in the league. It was said that the Jets were in on him. Then there were conflicting reports as far as how far in on him they were. But ultimately, the Ravens signed him for five years, $70 million, which at first didn't seem like that big of a deal considering some of the contracts we've been reading about. $14 million a year for one of the best safeties in the league at 25 years old. But then we find out that it's $37 million guaranteed. Not that big of a deal, but year one, $31 million, and that was the poison pill that was able to get this done for the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens also signed Morgan Moses, three years, $15 million, so $5 million per. He was really good for the Jets last year considering the price point. They got him really cheap, and he was able to step in and admirably cover for Mekhi Becton when Becton was out for the year with his injury. It was him and Fant that held down the fort and did a respectable job. So two really good signings for the Ravens today, but Marcus Williams was a huge one. I know that $31 million seems like a lot, but when you're a team that's looking to compete right away, sometimes you got to make moves like that to get the player that you really want. And clearly the Ravens really wanted Marcus Williams. Yeah, I'm I'm super I'm pumped for that. That was my heading into free agency. That was my number one priority. Then Bobby Wagner threw a wrench into that and was just like on the streets, you know, no compensation, like formula nonsense. Like at least with Marcus Williams, that's gonna ding us in the in next year's compensation pool. But that's we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But with the Williams contract, you mentioned the thirty-one million dollars, but Baltimore is in a situation that they can I don't want to say afford to do that because that's still a lot of money, but they are a team that kind of needs to do that because you can load up this season with random contracts across the roster. I believe most of their longer deals, say Andrews, Humphrey, Peters, etc., are front-loaded. So you have that schism between these guys all getting their money and then Lamar, the Lamar Jackson contract eventually kicks in. Lamar has kind of stalled in contract negotiations. They're not very close on it. They haven't really talked a whole lot. So holding my breath there, but we have plenty of time, at least 12 months now. So who knows what happens there, but Williams, I know people are going to say, well, Minneapolis miracle. He, he blew, he had the biggest gaffe in NFL history. Well, yes, that's true. But do you think Denver fans are annoyed that Russell Wilson blew a Super Bowl 10 years ago? I don't think so either. So Williams is an un- incredible player, only 25 years old. Um, and, you know, I thought, I thought he was the best safety on the market. I know a certain honey badger is going to get, going to get that moniker from a lot of people, even Jesse Bates, but Bates is older than Marcus Williams. Honey Badger is about to turn 30. So I'm I'm comfortable investing in Marcus Williams. And that's what this is. This is an investment. This is a, he's going to be your free safety for five years, eight years. And that's what Baltimore has been missing since the days of Ed Reed, that you look at the history of the Ravens and it's free safety galore. It was Rod Wilson, or Rod Wilson, Rod Woodson on the Super Bowl team in 2000. Then you draft Ed Reed in 2002 and he plays some strong, plays a lot of free in his 11 years with the Ravens. And then you have a couple of years that, you don't really have that real free safety and the Ravens aren't as good defensively as they usually are. And then you bring in some stop gaps and you bring in Eric Weddle for a couple years and Lardarius Webb played a little bit of free and um, Earl Thomas and Tony Jefferson. And, and now Marcus Williams is the next evolution of that. And 
he's entering his sixth season. He's 25. He's going to be what? 26 by the time the season starts in September. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm just kind of over the moon and I'm, I'm glad Eric DaCosta got that deal done. Let's talk quarterback news splash before we go through the rest of the moves around the league. The contract for Aaron Rodgers got announced today. He's getting $150 million guaranteed, which is wild. But you know what? He's worth every penny of that. He's going to get that over the course of the next four years. According to Diana Rossini of ESPN, he gets $59 million guaranteed in 2023 and in 2024, $49 million guaranteed, over $50 million guaranteed in year number one. As far as Deshaun Watson, a new team emerged as a potential favorite today. That's the Atlanta Falcons. This is fascinating because there's so many dominoes in play, and I'm going to get into another one of those potential dominoes in a second. But Watson grew up 50 miles from Atlanta. He was a ball boy for the team as a kid. He's got a really good relationship with Arthur Blank and the ownership there. I honestly think that if they can put together an attractive package, there's a really good chance Deshaun Watson ends up in Atlanta because it appears that's where he would like to go above all else. Carolina's still in the mix. So are the Saints. He did meet with the Browns today, but it doesn't sound like that's a destination he really wants to go to. Most likely, he is going to an NFC South team that does not have Tom Brady at quarterback. And so if he goes to the Atlanta Falcons, that would then put Matt Ryan in play. Where would Matt Ryan go? Maybe to Indianapolis, maybe to Cleveland, because now everything with Baker Mayfield is in flux. He put out a whole long statement essentially sounding like an exit statement to Cleveland Browns fans in the community. I have no idea how you bring Baker Mayfield back to Cleveland after everything that's gone down with them openly trying to get to Sean Watson and now everything going on with him releasing that letter. The good news if you're an acquiring team is Mayfield's only got one year left on that deal. So if you acquire him and he's no good, you can just let him walk, especially if you don't have to give up that much for him. And if he is really good, you can franchise tag him and try and work out a contract extension. So it's not the worst option. Heavy rumors that the Colts would be in on him if he becomes available. Jimmy G will be in the mix somewhere. He just had that shoulder surgery, but somebody's going to take a chance on him. We still have Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota hanging on out there. So there's a lot of quarterback moves to be made. Pretty much unprecedented. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that. Yeah, and the, the best part about that is you, you missed Carson Wentz. So you have potentially five <laughs> top 20 quarterbacks on the move. You have two top five-ish guys. And then Tom Brady unretires and throws off the math when I'm trying to do my quarterback rankings. So mm. that was fun. But I think the the real winner here is Nick Casario. And he I get the picture that he is like the Mr. Grinch, right? And I can just see his smile twisting and twirling like Rolly Fingers' mustache. And he's just like rubbing his hands together because he has three division rivals, not well, not his division rivals, but three division rivals in the other Southern division all fighting for Deshaun Watson. And that means that price is getting driven up. You know, this is a time that, hey, Carolina, eh, chip in Christian McCaffrey, or hey, Saints, chip in Marcus Davenport, or hey, hey, Falcons, chip in Kyle Pitts, won't you? And it just is just going to be, I think it's going to end up being ridiculous what he's traded for. The, the Wilson trade was one of the biggest in the history of the NFL. I think maybe in terms of pure pieces moved it was second to the Herschel trade but you just think every second 
that continues in this process is a win for the Texans. Because as soon as you take the deal, then someone's going to say, well, why? you could have gotten more from the Saints. You could have gotten an extra Cesar Ruiz or Eric McCoy or whatever. You could have gotten Jeremy Chin and Brian Burns or what have you. But And the biggest losers are uh, the wonderful players that I saw in Indianapolis because who is going to end up drafting a quarterback this year? I don't think Cleveland goes at 13. You know, Carolina at six, maybe, but if they take Watson, that throws that off. And Houston would probably own that number six pick. The Saints could be on the table. I pray and hope they are not on the table because even if they don't get Watson, uh, Jameis Winston is still sitting there. And I think it'd just be just, just a ter- terrible decision if they decide to draft a guy and punt on Jameis Winston I would just be shaking my head at that that would be an F draft pick for me but I'm again Nick Casario huge winner in this that you get the Saints Falcons and Panthers you know out trying to outbid each other the biggest losers are the guys like Kenny Pickett Matt Corral um, Desmond Ritter Carson Strong so on and so forth. I think Malik Willis still is probably a first round quarterback, whether it's Pittsburgh that takes him, that makes sense. They brought in Mitch Trubisky. I don't think Trubisky is going to be the long-term answer there. Detroit at 32 makes sense. Although I've heard some rumors that they're interested at two, but uh, I don't think Malik Willis is a number two pick caliber quarterback, like a certain Zach Wilson was, but what a time to be alive in the NFL. Yeah, that's for sure. There's a lot more going on, too, beyond just the quarterbacks and what was done by the Jets and the Ravens today. J.C. Treader, the center from the Cleveland Browns, was released. They freed up money there. They were spending a lot, and they needed to do it. From what I understand from our friend Steve Thomas, who writes over at the Orange and Brown Report, the issue with Treader is that his knees are not great, so he doesn't practice a lot during the week. However, he hasn't missed a game since 2017, so he is durable. Would be a big upgrade for the Jets, I think, over Connor McGovern. We know that the Jets have certainly considered the possibility of upgrading over Connor McGovern at center because they were ready to make an offer to Ryan Jensen, but Jensen did not hit the open market, ended up staying in Tampa because of the return of Tom Brady. So we'll see what happens with J.C. Treader, but the Jets could be a potential destination there if they decide that he's a big enough upgrade to move on from Connor McGovern. Browns bringing back wide receiver and Pro Bowl return man Jakeem Grant, three years, $13.8 million. Surprising contract for Marcus May, who goes to the Saints three years, $28.5 million, $15 million fully guaranteed. It's more than I thought he'd get, but it's definitely a lot less than he thought he would have gotten last year when he was upset that the Jets franchise tagged him. Unfortunately, he had some off-the-field issues and then got injured, so those two things combined really tanked his value on the open market. Rams are tendering their kicker, Matt Gay, at $2.54 million original round level. If another team makes him an offer... The Rams would receive a fifth-round pick. Doubt he ends up going anywhere. I don't think anybody's giving up a fifth-round pick for him. The Texans are going to be hanging on to Laramie Tunsil. They restructured his contract, converting his base pay into a signing bonus. So his cap hit goes down from $26.1 million to $17.7 million. There was a lot of talk that they were going to be shopping him. He ends up staying in Houston, which I think is good because they need players down there to go along with the youth that they're going to bring in with the draft picks that they get from the Deshaun Watson trade. 
Tyrod Taylor signs with the Giants two years, $17 million, $8.5 million guaranteed. He is going to be competing for the starting job with Daniel Jones. Jordan Hicks goes to the Vikings, so a solid linebacker addition there. Desmond King, the defensive back from the Texans, stays put. Another guy who you thought might move on, but the Texans held on to two years, $7 million. Chargers release Brian Belago, whose best days were as a left tackle in Green Bay. They saved $10.75 million in cap space. Shaq Mason, the guard from the Patriots, goes to the Bucks, so he's reunited with Tom Brady. They get a fifth-round pick for him. Want to talk about an interesting saga. Randy Gregory ends up going to the Broncos. It looked like he was going to sign a deal there. Then the Cowboys jumped in at the last minute, got really aggressive to bring him back. But then apparently they decided to change the terms on him at the end. Gregory got upset and went back to the Broncos and ended up signing there $13 million a year. Randy Gregory is a really interesting player who's had quite the journey in the NFL, and now he gets himself a nice payday. Splash, before we start recording, you mentioned Young Hoo the kicker for the Atlanta Falcons. I had thought that he had signed yesterday, but it actually was today. Gets a five-year, $24.25 million extension with $11.5 million guaranteed. One of the most reliable kickers in the league. So even though that's a pretty hefty price for a kicker, certainly a good one to keep around. Mike Kiseki re-signs with the Miami Dolphins on the franchise tag, so he sticks around down there. Chase Daniel continues his long career of holding a clipboard, signing back with the Chargers on a one-year deal for $2.25 million. Andrew Whitworth, one of the best left tackles of the last two decades, decides to finally call it a career after he won a Super Bowl ring with the Los Angeles Rams. He's going to be missed. He was somebody that seemed like he never aged because he just continued to play well no matter how long his career went on. Best of luck to him in his retirement. James Daniels hasn't signed yet, but it looks like he's close to a deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That would be good news for them. They could use some help on the interior offensive line. DJ Shark, the wide receiver from the Jacksonville Jaguars, recovering from an injury, ends up signing a one-year $12 million deal with the Detroit Lions. They needed a receiver pretty badly. Shark is a little bit of a reclamation project just because of the injury, but remember in 2019, he did have over 1,000 yards, so a lot of potential there. And continuing on the theme of Jaguars wide receivers, LaVisca Chenault, who was a second-round pick a couple of years ago, Apparently on the block right now, he's not a typical wide receiver, more of a gadget player, so it depends on your offense, but he is available if you are looking for somebody like him. Cowboys offensive lineman Connor Williams signs a two-year $14 million deal with $7.5 million guaranteed to join the Miami Dolphins. And last but certainly not least, Malik Hooker, who's a very talented player but often injured, so he will continue to be one of the safeties in their defensive backfield. Two years, $8 million. Splash, before we get into who the best remaining players still on the board in free agency are, what are your thoughts on some of these moves that happened today? Uh, I did not like the news when I saw Pittsburgh was linked with James Daniels. Um, not saying James Daniels is like Zach Martin or anything, but it does kind of stink when your division rival is looking at a, a player that not necessarily the Ravens were interested in, but a player that didn't necessarily reach his potential with the Chicago Bears. Uh, Connor Williams to Miami uh, is a great move for the Dolphins as well. Um, big shout out to Young Way Koo for the big contract with the Falcons, XFL legend, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, scapegoat. And, you know, now he's 
you know, a top five kicker in the NFL. You know, he's in that, not in the Tucker tier, but he's in that Boswell, Butker, uh, McPherson now, Carlson tier. Like there's a lot of good kickers in the NFL. I'm really excited to say that for once. Um, and I think the, I was surprised to see that Laramie Tunsil restructured his deal with the Texans. I thought he was a, a pretty solid trade candidate, like a Miami, back to Miami, which would be hilarious. Uh, Cincinnati, because it seems like every team needs an offensive lineman, and Laramie Tunsil was kind of just wallowing away in Houston. It didn't feel like he wanted to be there. Like if you flip on a Texans game, you watch. Like I have, I have vivid memories of actually bad memories of watching Carolina and Houston because I slept through it on Thursday night football. So I rewatched it on Game Pass, and I just felt like Laramie Tunsil does not want to be here. So I don't know, I, I don't know what his thought process is re-signing there. Uh, restructuring there so oh well he makes a lot of money so i wish i had his problems (laughs) i think most of us wish we had his problems monetarily let's talk about some of the players that are still available in free agency after the first two days of the legal tampering period Taron Armstead, the outstanding tackle from the New Orleans Saints, remains on the board. Von Miller, 35 years old, but as we saw throughout the playoffs in the Super Bowl, he can still really kick some butt. There's some talk that he may now go to Dallas since they lost Randy Gregory. Speaking of edge rushers, Chandler Jones from the Arizona Cardinals is still on the board. There was some buzz today on social media that maybe the Jets were interested. I don't think that's the case. Wouldn't make any sense. They're heading into a really good edge rusher draft with two top 10 picks, plus they paid Carl Lawson last year, so I don't see them paying big money for an edge rusher. Allen Robinson, the wide receiver from the Chicago Bears, remains available. Curious to see what his market is because you have to figure with all the money that Christian Kirk got and some of these players that are lesser receivers than him, he's going to be in line for a big payday. The question is, who's going to give it to him? We'll find that out sometime over the next couple of days, I'd assume. Bobby Wagner is still available. You'll recall he was released by the Seattle Seahawks Last week, Jadavion Clowney, who had a really nice year with the Browns, but seems to jump from team to team. He's still there. Stefan Gilmore, who it was said that the Jets were interested in, but turns out they may not have been interested in. I think he's a player that a veteran team with a need at cornerback could certainly use. He's still available. Honey Badger, we talked about him before. He's still on the board. Odell Beckham Jr. remains available. I think ultimately he probably goes back to the Rams. And Zadarius Smith is still available. So if you're looking for an edge rusher, that's another possibility for you. So Splash, those are some of the biggest names that remain on the board after the first two days of the legal tampering period. Anybody that you're surprised hasn't signed yet and any other players that stick out to you that we should keep an eye on heading into the first official day of free agency coming up later today. Yeah, I think the most important thing here is with looking at the guys who haven't signed, do you think deep down, do they want to play with Deshaun Watson? Are they just waiting for where is Deshaun Watson going to go? Like if you're Teron Armstead, are you saying, okay, well, if Deshaun comes to New Orleans, I'm going to go to New Orleans, right? Or if I, if he goes to Carolina or he goes to Atlanta, maybe I want to go there, right? Although Atlanta did just lock up Jake Matthews for a few more seasons. So they don't necessarily have a screaming need at left tackle, right tackle. Yes. But that's, to me, that's the talking point that you're going to, I think there's going to be a flurry of signings as soon as Watson gets traded of, Hey, well, maybe let's say he goes to Carolina, Carolina signs an Armstead, right. Or Carolina signs a, 
a Matthew, although he would be redundant with Jin. Maybe they trade Jin and bring Matthew in as a, a piece to win right now, or Atlanta and Atlanta trades. I guess they don't have any wide receivers to trade, but let's say for the sake of argument, they trade Kyle Pitts. That's probably a bad idea, but who knows? It's Atlanta. Then say, hey, well, let's go get Watson in a trade, and then we sign, get him a number one wide receiver and get him Allen Robinson, right? Or get him a uh, Armstead right tackle, which I don't know how well that would work, but I'm not Terry Fontenot. I am just (laughs) a random dude here. So that to me, that's the talking point is, how many dominoes fall after Deshaun Watson. Um, but I think that I think that's probably playing a role in Armstead. That's playing a role in Matthew. Um, without the Watson variable, I think Matthew would have signed already. Apparently Pittsburgh is interested. I don't know if that's just AFC North group chat garbage or if that's like legit that, you know, Colbert is on the phone with them, right? Or uh, I know Armstead was linked with the Jags linked with the Dolphins linked with the Bengals and you're just kind of like okay uh I think the Dolphins ship has sailed the Jags have spent a ton of money in free agency that ship has probably sailed as well so perhaps maybe it isn't always the best to be the number one player at a position like a Honey Badger like a Armstead or even like a a Robinson that you kind of get almost priced out of the market when these prices inflate, right? When Marcus Williams gets $14 million a year and Marcus May gets, you know, nine, $10 million a year, despite being injured and you're, you're honey badger and you're thinking, okay, well, I'm probably better than those guys, but I'm also older than those guys. So I probably deserve more money than those guys, but do you really want to pay a safety? Do you really want to pay Matthew 17, 18, $19 million? I don't know who wants to do that. And I don't know who, necessarily wants to pay like that much for a secondary player. Cause you look across league and like Baltimore, for instance, has about $45 million a year tied up in three secondary players. They're all very good, but that's still scary to think about. And then you look at a team like the jets or the chiefs that just don't invest in the secondary, the jets, I believe were under $10 million of like salary or like cap hit dedicated to the secondary right now. And that's just feels like a disaster, but to each his own and you're looking at Matthew and that's going to say that's going to really bump up your price that you're paying for that secondary. And you're asking yourself, well, he's going to be 30 in a couple months. Uh, do you really want a 30 year old safety when he's, his game is predicated on, you know, athleticism and like speed, agility, quickness, and intelligence getting to the right spot and having the athletic tools to get to those spots and make plays and, you know, pick off passes over the middle from Lamar Jackson. So I'm sure Steelers fans would love to see that. (laughs) I'm sure they would. Ryan Splash Potts, thanks so much for coming on and breaking down day number two of the legal tampering period of free agency with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to interact with you on social media and check out everything you're doing over at U Stadium, how can they do that? Uh, Yeah, they can find me on Twitter at Mr. Splashman19. Uh, my Instagram got hacked, so do not try to tag Mr. Splashman19 on Instagram. But if you're interested with talking to me on U Stadium, I'm just at Splash. I have a, a check mark or a star next to my name, something like that. So just let me know. Just just start typing in Splash, and then I'll be the first thing that pops up. Um, I write for a bunch of places. I'll you just you know hit me up on social media. I'll let you know where I write. 
Um, yeah. So at Splash on U Stadium, at Mr. Splashman19 on Twitter, at underscore Splash underscore Sports on Instagram. If you're interested there, I do some reels and some some posts. I haven't posted in a while, but uh, I'm still there. So thank you. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. My pleasure, Splash. He's got plenty that you can see on his social media and, of course, at U Stadium. And we've got plenty that you're going to be able to see at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great All-22 breakdowns up. And he's going to have some up shortly of the newest Jets, including DJ Reed. So make sure that you watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, mugs, hoodies, caps. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time. doesn't cost you any money, but it's an easy way to help out the show. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.